It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Did somebody say injury update? Plus what the Magic believe they have to do to have a successful second half of the season. It's time for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is January 12th, 2022. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, we've got some good injury news. I know, it's strange. It's weird. We haven't had that. We get injury updates on some players. Maybe not specific enough, but it's something. We'll talk a little bit about when the Magic can expect, perhaps, to see some of their injured players back in the lineup it's sooner than you might think. We'll get to that, plus some goals for the second half of the season or where the Magic are thinking about as they head into the second half of the season and talk a little bit about tonight's game against the Washington Wizards coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, we want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. No matter when you listen to us, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic one of your first listens of the day, whether it's right when we upload, whether it's at work, on your way home from work, on the way to the game, before the game, whenever. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, you can download us wherever you download podcasts or stream us on YouTube. Today's episode is also brought to you by Prize Picks. Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. The number one question that I get I have a mailbag open right now. If you want to submit a question to me, you can do so. My email is, is omagicdaily at gmail.com. You can do so on Twitter, uh, at my various Twitter accounts. You can even do it at Rise on You. I'll, I'll, I'll accept the question at, there. Um, but um, the number one question that I get from everyone is, when is Jonathan Isaac going to be back? When is Markel Fultz going to be back? When is Jalen Suggs going to be back? The, the story of the Magic's past two seasons has been injuries. Um, you know, Regardless of what you think about the roster, regardless of anything else, the story of this franchise over the last two, three seasons has been injuries. Last year, the Magic were far and away the most injured team or lost the most games due to injury of any team in the league. This year, yes, the Magic have four players who've missed already 41 games half the season. Already, the Magic are lapping the field in terms of number of games missed. In fact, you know, the Magic had that little COVID outbreak and while it was bad, they only missed like 38, 40 games total due to COVID. The problem for the Magic was they had already had so many guys out with injuries. They got kind of caught up in a, a really nasty storm of not being able to play players because of health and safety protocols, as well as not having regular players available um, due to injury. Um, it, it's It's been a rough go. And so the hope, obviously, is that the second half of the season, we will see some of these players return. 
As Jeff Ullman said way back in October, one of the goals for this team, and John Hammond's repeated this actually, um, one of the goals for this team is to reintegrate long-term injured players back into the lineup, which is why, you know, I've seen people say, suggest that Jonathan Isaac might be shut down for the year. I don't think that's the case. I think the Magic, I think the Magic need to see him on the floor. They need to see how he interacts with these players. They need to see where he's at so they can begin building and growing and planning their future, which is very, very important. But they need to start bringing these guys back in the fold. And it is to their franchise's benefit to do so, even if it means take, picking up a few wins here or there. Now, obviously, Orlando's in no rush to do any of this. Um, Orlando is certainly uh, in no rush to... It, it, certainly in no rush to do to do that. Um, you know, they, they, they have every impetus to say, take your time, be 100% sure, and be back. But it is also very clear, we are getting close to the point that guys will return. So let's go through it step by step by step by step. First off, uh, I, we, I, I, was, I spoke with Jamal Mosley uh, on Tuesday uh, as part of the media scrum um, and asked him what Jalen Suggs has been able to do, um, what he's been able to learn on the sideline, and what he's been able to do on the court. And, and you know, Mosley said that Suggs has done a really good job working in the weight room to, 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 to refine his body a little bit, um, doing a good job kind of interacting with coaches, watching film, staying engaged with the team even while he's injured. But he also added, Suggs is back in practice. Yes, I, let me repeat that. Jalen Suggs practiced with the Orlando Magic for the first time since his injury in late November on Tuesday. Remember, he fractured uh, a bone in his right thumb and his shooting thumb. Um, very tricky injury. Um, the the Right now, it, it does appear like Jalen Suggs is on track to come back within the next week or two. Um, again, kind of fudgy timelines, but... Jamal Mosley said, really, Suggs' return is going to depend on how he feels and how he reacts to certain drill work. Um, you know, big thing is being able to catch the ball, being able to dribble consistently. Um, and so they're still kind of putting him through his paces to make sure the thumb is fully healed and that he is ready to go. Um, but Mosley said that there is a chance, a chance that Suggs could play on the back half of this uh, three-game road trip the Magic start tonight in Washington. So the Magic will play the Wizards tonight. They'll be at Charlotte on Friday, at Dallas on Saturday. They come home to play Portland. Then they go to Philadelphia next Wednesday, and then a five-game homestand begins after that. We'll get to that coming up in a bit. Um, but it does appear that Jalen Suggs is very, very close to returning to the court, that he is very, very close um, to stepping back on the court and, and being available. Now, to what extent the Magic will use him? Will they bring him off the bench? Um, you know, Where will he be able to pick, pick things up uh, after? you know He was really playing well um, before the injury, but... After 19 games, you know, nearly a quarter of the season out, Suggs does appear on his way back from injury. So very, 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 very good news on that front. The latest update we got on Markel Fultz, um, I, I spoke to uh, I spoke to, to, to a source. Um, Markel Fultz did indeed back practice with the team. He's been practicing with the team whenever they've been able to practice here for the last few weeks. Um, obviously, he, had, he was in health and safety protocols last week. Um, so that slowed his recovery down a little bit. But Markel continues to make progress and continues to take steps to return to the court. So, again, all good news. Um, you know, again, it, it's not imminent. Markel Fultz's return is not imminent, but he is practicing with the team. Um, and, and they're kind of the way the way John Hammond described it. And I'll, I'll talk about his his uh, comments here in a sec. The way John Hammond seems to describe it is it's like kind of the final checks to make sure that he's OK. Um, if I'm a betting man. Um, and, 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 you know, 
you know, price picks isn't betting, but I do play price picks occasionally. If, if I'm a betting man, if I'm a wagering man, I would think that Markel Fultz will return sometime during the five-game homestand that begins next Friday. Um, the Magic will have a five-game homestand um, that's about a 10 days at the 10, 10 days at the Amway Center. And I think that this is a really great opportunity to bring back injured players, whether it's just Jalen Suggs or whether it's Markel Fultz too. Um, this is a chance to have a guy play games, be in, be in the Advent Health Practice Facility to see how he responds, check everything, make sure everything's okay before clearing him, you don't have back-to-backs. You probably have some practices in between. Um, I think that that is a that 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 those dates that homestand, like circle it, underline it. That just feels like a really golden opportunity to bring a guy back. I know back in November, I think there was a little homestand that the Magic had, and back when we didn't really know Jonathan Isaac's timeline, I said that homestand would be a great opportunity to bring guys back, a, a great opportunity to kind of really be able to, to, to manage and, and, and observe guys as they come back from injury. This is the best, this is one of the best opportunities the Magic will have in a very, very long time. They go up to the West Coast um, toward the end of the month after this homestand ends. Obviously you have the All-Star break that, that'll that'll kind of be a reset for a lot of things too. So we're entering a period of the schedule where it's certainly more amenable to bringing guys back. Um, you know, again, we don't have a timeline for when Fultz will return. But this is, but it, it certainly seems like he is getting very, 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 very close. Jonathan Isaac's return has been shrouded completely in mystery. So we've gotten no information about what he's doing, what he's able to do, how close he is to returning. Um, we do, we we have known that Markel Fultz is ahead of him. So um, you know, Isaac's probably not going to come back until Fultz is back. Uh, and so you know, a lot of us are starting to, to push our internal timelines out toward the All Star break, but. John Hammond, um, Orlando Magic general manager, was on with Mike Bianchi uh, on 96.9 The Game on Open Mic um, and really gave us probably the most concrete um, concrete uh, 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 sense of where Isaac is. And, and, and we're speaking about faults as well. Uh, I, I do want to quote this. Um, you know, he says, obviously, I think I think Markel will be, he'll be first. I think he's fairly close. Um, I don't know what that means. A couple weeks or out or a little bit beyond that, but maybe hopefully Markel will be back. Jonathan will continue to follow up his progress. He looks great. And here's the important quote, so I want to quote it verbatim. Quote, it's so hard. Over the years watching these guys go through this rehab, you watched him, and if you walked in the gym, you would probably stand next to me and say, he's ready to go. He looks like he is ready to go. To the layman's eyes and my eyes, the same as yours, I agree. I think he looks ready to go. The medical group has a lot of testing and tendencies they're looking at. They want to make sure he's exactly right before putting him out there. So again, um, you know, Jeff Weltman has made this point when we've talked about Isaac in the past. Um, Jonathan Isaac has not played full-time NBA basketball since January 1st, 2020. It's been two full years since Isaac has been through the grind of the NBA season, especially coming off two major knee injuries. Um, it's not just the ACL, not even just the torn ACL and torn meniscus. It's that lateral corner injury that he had beforehand. Um, he's coming off two major knee injuries that kept him out a significant amount of time. It, it makes sense that the Magic are trying to make sure that there won't be any recurrence, that when he, he's ready to go, he's ready to go. Um, the sense that I've gotten is the Magic have tried to kind of rework his lower body while they've had him in this process, while they've had them in his in this rehab process. Um, so that's part of why it's taken so much longer for him to return. Um, again, it's really encouraging to hear him and say, and maybe you need to consider the source, but it's really encouraging to hear Hammond say both to qu- comment on the injury process and the injury recovery process because we've got nothing on it. 
Uh, but it's really encouraging for him to say, look, they look fine. When they're out on the floor, when they're moving around, they look good. Um, they look like they're ready. Um, it's just those final check marks that have to be cleared, those final hurdles that have to be cleared before they actually get out and play. Again, all this is to say Jalen Suggs is going to be back sooner, much sooner than you think. Markel Fultz doesn't seem too far behind him, and Jonathan Isaac is coming along right behind him too. So it is certainly very, very possible that by the All-Star break or around the All-Star break, it's not so far away, it's like four or five weeks away, um, by the All-Star break, the Orlando Magic will begin to look like a fully healthy roster, which is something we have not seen in Orlando really since January 2020 when Jonathan Isaac first got hurt. We will talk a little bit about what the Magic's goals are, what they're thinking about as they get ready for the second half of the season coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Prize Picks. Look, Orlando Magic fans, you've been hearing me tell you about Prize Picks for months. Have you signed up yet? I finally took the plunge and I'm having so much fun playing this game. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. If you have not checked it out yet, you are missing out. I'm telling you, you're going to love this app for NBA and Knicks sports pickums, whether it's the NFL playoffs this weekend, the Super NFL playoff weekend, or just daily NBA games. There's a lot of fun. Prize Picks is the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. They offer more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offer all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. Plus, there's all these bonus um, promotions as well, whether it's Taco Tuesday, whether it's the kind of free play that they give you on big event days. They gave us a uh, plus uh, over under um, a half a pass yard for Bryce Young in the, in the national championship game. That's easy money. Um, the, the taco pick, if you play on Tuesdays, they have taco Tuesday picks, which will give you a discounted pick. So instead of having to do over under Clay Thompson at 15 and a half points, it's dropped down to 12 and a half points. That's a huge difference and an easy pick to make. Price Picks offers any prop you can think of from points, assists, rebounds, threes made, etc. All you have to do, all, all you have to do is use the promo code and receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Just use the promo code NBA. You pick two to five players. Here's how you play the game. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections. You can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus projected numbers. You don't have to worry about professional players who just sit there, build their lineups, build multiple lineups, and take all the cash in those prize pools. Prize Picks even allows mixed sports entries. So if you want to work this weekend and take the over-under on Cole Anthony's points, Wendell Carter's rebounds, and Tom Brady's past touchdowns in Sunday's game against the Philadelphia Eagles, you absolutely can do that. Use the award-winning app on, the, on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's literally that easy. PrizePix is safe and eat and offers fast withdrawals. So go to prizepix.com today and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. Listen to Locked On Now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch it on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. You know, the Orlando Magic know their record. They know they're 7-34. and 34. They know they're not where they want to be win-loss-wise. And, and while the front office, and even I will tell you that this season is not going to be measured by wins and losses, I think even the Magic to some under, uh, to the Magic players to some extent understand that. Um, losing still sucks. Nobody likes to lose. Um, and, and while some of you might be sending me tank gifs for, for saying that, um, players don't think that way, and they, they shouldn't. You don't want players to think that way. Um, this is a team that's still striving and pushing to learn and to win. That is still one of their chief goals and one of the things that they're trying to accomplish here uh, with what they've got with, with the back half of the schedule they have left this season. Um, this is this is a tricky thing, of course. This is a this is this is a hard thing to do, and one of the hardest things to do in this league is not only to learn how to win and close games, but to do so consistently. Uh, and the magic you know, for all their struggles, seem to really have a positive attitude. Um, the thing that I've been most impressed with this season is how bought in everyone still seems to be in the process of what they're trying to do. Um, you know, again, say what you want about some of these coaches, but, um, you know, I think it's I think it's really key that the Magic are still, you know, really seem to be together. You know, there's no fracturing. There's no, um, there's still a lot of positive attitudes in, in that building and an understanding of the work that they're putting in and and the growth they're trying to make. Um, again, we always say we always said this. It's easy to be optimistic in November, but when you're in the middle of a nine game losing streak in January, do you keep that optimism? Um, this is a big test for the culture that Jamal Mosley and the Magic are trying to build. And so far, everyone seems to be on board. Everyone seems to really um, be with be with it. Um, of course, you know you want to do the work and you want to see that work rewarded. I think that remains um, a, a big piece of the puzzle for the Orlando Magic and something that they have to continue to work on over the course of the next 41 games. Um, this is a group that understands that there is still growth on the horizon. Um, this is a group that understand that that's still very positive about what they've done this season and, and where they still have to go. Um, you know, you know, I asked Wendell Carter what the team's goals are for the back half of the season. And the first thing he said was get some more wins. Um, you know, they want to win, but they want to continue to grow individually. He said, uh, and, and, and to start to see those individual pieces form together to, to make a team, um, to help, you know, individuals getting better, help the team, but then directing that individual growth to make the team better is kind of the next phase for this magic team and for this magic group. Um, that's, that's obviously what you want to see. That's obviously what the Magic's goals were at the beginning of the season is to kind of start building this groundswell and, and eventually get the results they want at the end. Um, it's certainly part of the process. All of this is indeed part of that process, and all of this is indeed part of what young teams have to go through. Um, you know, so again, it's it, to me, it's frustrating that the Magic have lost some of the games that they've lost. Um, they are certainly more competitive now than they were early in the season, which I think is a positive sign. Uh, and now that next step is getting over the hump and winning games. And, you know, you could, whether you're talking to Wendell Carter yesterday, whether you're talking to players in, in, in previous games, they all seem to believe that once they get that one win, once they get that one close win and start kind of building some confidence in that, in those situations again, 
they're going to start winning more often. Or they're going to start playing a whole lot better. Um, like I said last week, the Magic are playing better. I do think that that their results are not indicative of how well they're playing right now. Um, it, it, certainly, I think that the team has deserved wins, uh, but in, in the last few games, and this team is desperate for a win, and they've they've made some key mistakes. Not not bench players, like starting players have made key mistakes that have cost them games late. And, and that's what young teams do. They have to learn from these mistakes. They have to get better every time that they see a situation. And that's a point that Jamal Mosley has made of late is, you know, the beauty of all this is now they're seeing these situations. Now they're learning and understanding what to do in these situations. So the next time they're in them, they perform a whole lot better. Um, you know, again, I want to see the Magic build a 14-point lead and hold on to it. That was really disappointing in Boston. That was the worst. To me, that was the most disappointing and disheartening loss of the season. But that's a learning point. That's a that's a moment where the Magic have a chance to learn and get better and improve. And that's obviously what they ultimately want to do. The look, the goal for the second half of the season is to, is is obviously to continue seeing this individual growth. We talked about the other goal, which is bringing players back from injury and obviously bringing back players of Jalen Suggs' talent, of Markel Fultz's ability, of Jonathan Isaac's ability, is going to make life easier for the team. Um, we've essentially said the entire season. This team needs the stability at point guard that Markel Fultz brings. Not that Cole Anthony's done a poor job at that, um, but Fultz just Fultz is a natural point guard. He's not a scoring guard. He is a he is someone that manages the game really, really well. And you know, there, yeah, there's a lot of games where I think if Fultz were out there, the Magic would get a good shot. They'd they they they'd have the improvisation. They need to beat def- a defense and and be able to 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 score a little more consistently down the stretch. Um, a big thing for me that I want to see the rest of the season is I want to see the team really commit to its defense. Um, the Magic, I think, are 25th in the league right now in defensive rating. Um, it's been the biggest disappointment how inconsistent their def- their team defense has been. There have been some really good moments. The Denver, the second half against Denver was a really good defensive ha- half. Um, they've done some good things on that front. They've got, done some good things defensively. Um, so it's it's there. We see the talent. We see the potential. Um, but it has not been nearly consistent. And again. I think the goal right now is to get to a 48-minute game. Um, I, I I know I made this analogy before. It feels like there's just five or six minutes of every game where the Magic are just kind of dead in the water, um, and that's where they lose games. That's where they fall behind and, and have to play catch-up the rest of the game. Um, I think we see that reduced to like three or four minutes every game now or four or five minutes every game uh, at worst. Um, so seeing that reduced, I think, is, you know, or, you know this, this you know abstract measurement that I have. Um, seeing that reduced has certainly certainly been a positive sign, but I think we're still waiting for a full 48-minute effort, a full 48-minute game. There's a reason why this Badger team has, I think they only have two wins, two of their seven wins or only one of their seven wins um, did not need clutch time basketball. I want to see them win a game comfortably. That's that, that, that would be a nice thing to see, and, and you can only do that if you play a strong 48-minute game. The Magic, though, are, you know, I think still in a good spot. Um, you know, at, at the end of the day, as bad as their record is, um, there are still a lot of positive vibes around this team. Um, you know, there's still a lot of ener- good energy, positive energy, a lot of willingness to work. Um, and, and for a first year in a rebuild, that's really important. Um, there's that all these guys seem to believe in what they're trying to do. The veterans seem to believe in what's being preached and taught and, and, and passing it on to the young players and encouraging the young players to stay with it. Um, that's that's exactly what you need as a team. That's exactly what you need to succeed um, in, in what the Magic are trying to do. And they have to continue to have that buy-in and continue to have um, that 
that focus if they want to uh, break out of this and if they want to make the steps forward that they want to make this year and then moving into next year as well. Um, but we got to see it on the court too. Um, again, all these positive vibes, all these positive energy, you need some proof of concept on the court. And I'd like to see more wins consistently. Um, you know, the Magic are where they are in the standings. I understand what the draft is. Um, you know, I, I think the Magic will be in line for one of the top picks in the draft. They've got a little game cushion now to, to, to win a few games and not jeopardize that draft status. Um, you know, you don't want to set the franchise mark for, for worst record. Um, and, and so I do think that the Magic are going to be pushing for a few more wins here in the back half of the season. We'll talk a little bit about tonight's game against the Washington Wizards coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Built Bar. You know, a lot of those protein bars that you see at 7-Eleven or, or the grocery store, um, they, they, yes, they, they have all the protein that you want, but they're just so, you know, they, they, they're just not what you need, though. You know, they, 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 they say they taste like a peanut butter thing, and it doesn't quite taste like peanut butter. You look at the wrapper, the nutritional facts tell you there's like 320 calories in one bar. That's not what you're looking for. You're not looking for a freaking meal. You're looking for a snack, a snack full of protein that will get you through your day, replenish you after a workout, or just get you to the end of the day as well. So this year, this new year, make your resolution to eat the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. That is Built Bar. Built Bar will make it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you'll want to eat it, unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy or taste kind of terrible. Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, so you get that candy bar taste without the candy bar calories. Most Built Bars have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, 17 grams of protein, and of course, just significantly better than those other protein bars, as well as certainly a better snack than your candy bar. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can eat at least something that tastes good and is good for you. That way you can enjoy a delicious Built Bar. You can almost count it as a workout. And there's so many flavors to choose from. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and many, many more. In fact, Built is always coming out with new limited time flavors. So check out Built.com often to see what's new. Go to Built.com today and use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. So use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Today's podcast also brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue the march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. With a new year, they have a new updated desktop and mobile website. So sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. The Orlando Magic start a three-game road trip tonight in the nation's capital against the Washington Wizards. Um, they'll go from here to Charlotte and Dallas at a back-to-back, then back home to play Portland on Monday on MLK Day. Um, obviously, we just saw Washington lost 102 to 100. Um, Magic played some good defense in that. The Magic played good defense in the last two games, which is really, really encouraging. 
Um, like I said, I, I want to see this team defend a whole lot better. And considering they didn't have Wendell Carter, who's one of their better rim protectors and defenders, um, I thought the Magic did some really, really good things. Now, obviously, the offense kind of stalled out. Cole Anthony had another poor game. Um, and, and the Magic are going to find it really hard to win anytime Cole Anthony struggles. And, you know, as fun as it was to watch Terrence Ross score 20 consecutive points with the team, to me, that also says the Magic were not getting much else going offensively. Um, you know, again, the Magic did build a double-digit lead there while Ross was on a streak. Though once he came out of the game, once he cooled off a little bit, the offense slowed down. Uh, slowed down to, to the point where it no longer worked, where it was no longer kind of pushing pushing the team forward. Um, that is that is certainly, um, I think, that is certainly, uh, I, I think, one of the things... Um, that the Magic do have to be concerned about is if Cole's not scoring, where is the offense going to come from? It's been a concern the whole season. Um, Magic are really missing Wendell Carter, so hopefully he will be back. He will be a game-time decision. Um, he did practice Tuesday uh, with the team, so there's definitely a, a strong chance that he plays in this game. Um, he just helps to kind of leverage the offense really, really well. Gets Cole moving off the ball, sets really good screens, um, does a lot of the things that the Magic need to do, especially when his energy is up. The, the Wizards will not have Bradley Beal. He's back in health and safety protocols, but this is still a really dangerous Wizards team. They beat Oklahoma City pretty handily yesterday. Um, Kyle Kuzma has been on a scoring binge. The Magic saw what he could do in the last game as, as Kuzma was really the one that finished and closed that game out for the Wizards. Um, Montrez Harrell is back from injury. Thomas Bryant also back from a torn ACL. So Washington now has some more size. It was one of the things that I thought the Magic had advantage of in the last game that they didn't really take advantage of was their size. Now the Wizards have some size and might have a size advantage over the Magic as well. Um, look, Orlando is playing well. Um, I think Orlando is very, very capable of winning this game. Uh, you know, again, just just getting the right mix of guys, just getting the right scoring down. They've been knocking on the door for a win. I don't think the Magic are about to get blown out unless Wendell Carter doesn't play. Um, I don't think the Magic are about to get blown out here. I, I, generally, I just don't think the Magic can get blown out very much unless the conditions are just so against them or they're playing a top-notch opponent. Right now, Orlando is playing well enough to win basketball games. They're just missing that last little bit to get over the hump. And so, will this be the game that they do it? Certainly without Bradley Beal, um, the door feels open. But Washington is still a really, really dangerous team. and still a very, very good team that has play, that is playing a lot better of late and obviously um, have, gotten, uh, have gotten some really good play from Kyle Kuzma um, and are obviously kind of pushing this team forward. Tip-off from the Capital One Arena is at 7 o'clock. We'll have a complete recap of that game on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Magic. But then, and actually now, now that I'm seeing this, Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter are out for tonight's game, according to the Magic. See, this is why I record in the afternoon or in the early morning. Um, both Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter are out tonight at Washington. So, um, like I said, uh, the Magic won't get blown out unless they're missing Wendell Carter and, and mis missing some size and... Oh, there you go. Um, tip off again is at seven o'clock at the at the uh, Capital One Arena in DC. The Magic will go from there to Charlotte for a back to back in Charlotte and Dallas on Friday. But that's good do for me. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked On Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himmel, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of the places to download podcasts. Your podcast enable listen device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Now that you're done listening to us, make your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. 
That's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic. This has been Philip Ross and Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.